Hi ladies and welcome to the Amazing Bible Book Club. I am Julie Callio, your host, and thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to tune in with me today. If by chance you want to contact me, you can do that at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. Now in today's lesson, chapters 36 through 39, Isaiah switches to storytelling. We have covered this section before in 2 Kings chapters 18 through 20 and 2 Chronicles chapter 29 through 32. And this is during the reign of King Hezekiah, the king of Judah. If you have time, it is interesting to see what these two other writers include and what they leave out of King Hezekiah's story. These chapters tell the story of how Assyria, who had demolished the northern kingdom of Israel in 722 BC, is now coming after Jerusalem. Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came after the fortified cities of Judah. He sent Rabshakeh to Jerusalem. King Hezekiah sent out leaders to address him. One of these leaders is addressed in the woe section previously listed, and that was Shebna the scribe, and that's found in Isaiah chapter 22, verses 15 through 25. Rabshakeh says that the gods of all these other nations could not protect them from Assyria, and neither can the God of Israel. When Hezekiah heard it, he went to the house of the Lord. And then he sent these men to go speak to Isaiah. The Lord's message through Isaiah was, Do not be afraid. He'll hear a rumor and leave. And that's exactly what happened. Rabshakeh left them to fight elsewhere. But then he sent a letter to King Hezekiah. And in that letter he said, God can't protect you from Assyria. This time, King Hezekiah took the letter and went again to the house of the Lord. In 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 14, it reads, He spread it out before the Lord. Again, Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. In his prayer, he acknowledged that the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, who dwells between the cherubim, which is the Ark of the Covenant, you are the God, you are the God, you alone of all the kings of the earth, you made heaven and earth. Then he tells God the problem and then says, verse 20 of chapter 37, save us, O Lord, our God, save us from his hand. So all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone are the Lord. Then Isaiah sends King Hezekiah word from the Lord. Verse 21 says, because you have prayed to me about Sennacherib, king of Assyria, he will not take this city. In verse 23, we see how the king of Assyria has raised his voice against the Holy One of Israel. This is the ninth time we've heard this phrase. In verse 35, it says, For I, the Lord, will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Then the Lord came into action and struck 185,000 in the camp of Assyria. The king Sennacherib went home and two of his sons killed him and a third son took his place as king. Starting with chapter 38, it says, In those days, 
Hezekiah became mortally ill. Isaiah came and told him that the Lord said he was going to die, so get your things in order. What did Hezekiah do? If you said prayed, then you are right on. Verse 2, he turned his face to the wall and he prayed to the Lord. In 2 Kings chapter 20 verse 4, it says that before Isaiah had gone out of the middle court, the word of the Lord came again to Isaiah and he went back to the king and said, I have heard your prayer and I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. And it was so. Then in chapter 39, the king of Babylon, Maroda Baladan, son of Baladan, had heard Hezekiah had been sick and now he was healed. So he sent letters and a present to King Hezekiah. He was so pleased that he showed these Babylonian messengers all the treasures of Jerusalem. Verse 2 says, There was nothing in his house nor in all his dominion that Hezekiah did not show them. Then again, Isaiah comes to King Hezekiah and asks, What did these men say? Where are they from? And what have you shown them? Then Isaiah said, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days are coming when Babylon will come and take everything and nothing will be left and some of your sons will be taken away. Then Hezekiah said, The word which you have spoken is good. For he thought, For there will be peace and truth in my day. It is interesting to me that Hezekiah did not pray this time. This ends the first section of Isaiah. Something I found very interesting in the book through the Bible in one year, a 52-lesson introduction to the 66 books of the Bible by Dr. Alan B. Stringfellow. In his section, How to Remember the 66 Chapters of Isaiah, he has number one, Isaiah has 66 chapters. The Bible has 66 books. Number two, Isaiah has two main divisions, the first of 39 chapters the second of 27 chapters. So, the Bible has two main parts, the Old Testament of 39 books and the New Testament of 27 books. Number three, the prevailing note in the first division of Isaiah is judgment. The prevailing note in the Old Testament is law. The prevailing note in the second division of Isaiah is comfort. And the prevailing note in the New Testament is grace. The only thing I may disagree with Stringfellow about is that this time, as I have read through the Old Testament up to this point, I have seen grace running throughout the Old Testament, not just the law. Dr. Betts in Old Testament class says this, quote, the basic message of this first section is do the people really trust God? They can trust God. If they do, then they will be delivered from the nations. The people tend to be impressed by human glory and trust in the nations rather than being impressed by God's glory and trust in him. As a result of this, they will be captured 
They will be destroyed by the very nations that they have placed their trust in. End of quote. So ladies, let me ask, where does your trust and hope lie? Is it in the economy, your savings account, your president, your pastor, yourself? If it is in anything except the Lord God of hosts, the Holy One of Israel, then we are left wanting. But just as King Hezekiah did many times, he turned to the Lord. I love how he laid out the letter from Assyria before the Lord. Is there an issue or a problem that you need to lay out before the Lord in prayer? Maybe your pocketbook or bills, maybe a relationship or a letter that someone sent you. Cry out to the Lord and lay it before him. Even though God is sovereign and there are some things that won't be changed, he hears the cry of his people. And it seems that we don't live in a fixed universe. The Bible shows that God responds to our prayers. So ladies, if you hear his voice today, don't harden your hearts. Instead, let's be women who pray and obey. Until next time, and thanks so much for listening.